Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Do the show, bitch! Welcome to Ben and Woods. Try to say this nicely. When you look at Ben, Paul, and me, it doesn't scream athlete. I know you fat bastards want to eat some of this. With Ben Higgins. Go to hell, pro sports. Stephen Woods. That was incredible. And Paul Rindo. All right. Get ready, tier ones. Oh. It's Ben and Woods. Finally the chance for somebody to get on and do some good sports talk radio. On 97.3 The Fan. Do the show, bitch. Yeah, you got it. Halfway home on a Tuesday. Something's caught in my throat. Hang on. Had a hard-boiled egg, and there's one <laughs> tiny sliver of egg. Just hanging on? Ha- just ha- dangling, Polly, by my uvula. <clears throat> it's funny. Hacksaw brought us into that, and I'm now going full Hacksaw. Kendrick Morales with a home run. Rachel's Vladimir Guerrero had two hits. A lot <coughs> Excuse me, along the way. And the Angels batting order. Angels batting order just. Was he also me. eating a hard boiled egg? Out the, I doubt uh, it. Red Sox pitching staff. Sometimes <clears throat> <clears throat> he just goes down the <coughs> wrong pipe. I apologize. A good co host would jump in and save you. No, I'd never save you. I always hope that you're going to do it for me. No, and I, never let you, I let so you flounder. <clears throat> I don't need saving. Just let it roll now. <laughs> just, just wait on Woods until he's ready to go here. Oh, there's a new bit idea. Wait on Woods. <laughs> All right. I think I'm good. I, I think I got it down. One, Maybe you know I want to pay back for yesterday, too. Why? For making you. I didn't make you run these <laughs> wind sprints, by the way. Strongly encouraged it. I thought it would be interesting to see, interesting, to see if you could still run a line I like did, a gasser. I did, and I did. I didn't realize it would look so humiliating though on video. Well, how did you think it was going to look? I thought it would look kind of slow, but like normal, like a normal person running. I didn't realize that you don't realize I you don't run that way run so awkwardly <laughs> as to almost be unrecognizable. From another normal person running. So it's funny because running is the, it's really the thing that can expose you the most. Uh, Paulie and I had this conversation yesterday. Every year at Fantasy Camp, the Padres will send out videos and stuff of, you know, hey, here's Paul Rindle getting a hit, or here's Stephen Woods hitting a ball <laughs> into the hole. You see yourself at the plate and you go, okay, I look okay. I look like I know what I'm doing. The swing comes, and you're like, all right, I've played baseball my whole life. I know how to swing. (laughs) Then you see yourself leave the box and run to first base, and you're like, oh, my God, delete this. Delete this. I'm begging you. To watch yourself run, it's like being nude. I'm I'm more comfortable walking through a mall nude than I am to take video of myself running. It's, it's so bad. It's a reminder, though, as fans, when we watch the yes. the least athletic player, like Bartolo Colon running the bases in his 
you know, as big as yeah, we he laugh is, at him. as bad yeah. as it looks, guarantee you he would smoke me in in a in a ninety foot sprint from one base to another. They're still professional athletes, and even the ones because you're comparing them to people like Fernando Tatis Jr. Yeah, you're looking at, the, at Vogelbach. And you go, yeah. good God, man. You look like a big old softball player. The dude is an elite athlete. Yeah. Elite. John Crook was an elite athlete. He didn't look the part. John Daly. CC Sabathia. CC Sabathia. All of these guys that don't have your traditional athletic frame, which none of us do. <laughs> so to see yourself run is really, uh, it's tough. And in your mind, you're like, I'm running normal. This, I'm running. I look like a, and you see the video and your knees are up real high and your back's bent. You, you look like an idiot. And I, not you, we, us. That's just how it works. So I'm now conscious about when I run to try to like look more like an athlete when I run. It just, it, it just doesn't happen. I have to say, tier ones were both creative. And cruel in their comments on the video that we posted yesterday. You knew that was coming. I did. I didn't realize did that it, it did would your just feelings be, get hurt. I I don't want to go so far as to say my feelings were hurt, but maybe the sheer quantity of it started to overwhelm <laughs> me at some point during the day. Well, when Bob started Scanlon, having me rethinking my life, when Bob Scanlon brings it up as well, when Tim Flannery comments that yeah, he would have held oh, yeah. you at third and hoped for a big inning, played for a big inning. That was just one of the many, many, many comments. I though, thought that, that they were actually you had there was a lot of kind comments in there as well. There were. Yeah, I saw like, hey, props for finishing it. That was one that I saw. That's <laughs> just one example of That's, one. That's a backhanded compliment. I no, think. I think they were serious. All right. You have one, there's one girl on Twitter. I can't remember her name, but she really loves you, and you could do no wrong uh, in her eyes. She was very complimentary. You know what I'm talking about? I can't remember her name. All I know is it's not Shelly Higgins who thinks that I can do no wrong. That isn't the person who thinks I can do no wrong. I did see her comment, OMG, laugh face emoji. And I went, ooh, that one stings when it's from the wife. And I think that the skull. The skull of the dead. Yeah, yeah, the dead. 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 Yeah. Dead after seeing that. Oh, boy. Well, listen, you did a, a good, it was a good, it was a successful bit. Thank you. That should make you feel good. Yeah. It got a lot of numbers. Now, we don't get paid off of clicks and things like that. Uh, but A lot of views. A lot of views. How many views are we at right now from uh, on the uh, Ben and Woods page? Because we have it on, Ben, it just, it's on Instagram and it's on TikTok as well. Just so you know. So it's probably gone. It's between the two. They're well over 100,000. <laughs> definitely did better than most views. of our Instagram clips that we put out there. Um, so I don't know exactly. So you guys know on Twitter, they, they recently put the new number on the bottom left part of the tweet that shows like, yeah, how many how people many, viewed it? So I guess saw it. that's how many people like saw the tweet, but the number of views on the video is like a fraction of that. So I'm not exactly sure, but on the video. Yeah. But you have to, I think, click on that to actually count that as a video view. You see it though, even when right. you see yeah, the tweet. Yeah, you see so the tweet. Over twenty three thousand people saw some of it. Over twenty three thousand people have viewed the video, but the the tweet itself has reached about ninety thousand people. Plus the Instagram, yeah. That's yeah. just Twitter. That's a that's a widespread humiliation of yours truly. It's, I'd say it's yesterday. safe to say over a hundred thousand. The only, I mean, Darren Ravel's was worse. I thought. No. Yeah, it was. Worse. 
No, Ravel's really? Thank was you. worse. I appreciate oh, that. Oh, because there, you know what Darren Ravel didn't have to do? Bend down, touch the line. Go. He did a 40-yard dash, and he looked hor- horrible doing it. Somebody said, you should make me do a timed 40-yard dash. I mean, I'll do it. I, but we'll see you at fantasy camp soon. So yeah, I, I, yeah. We'll I mean, see you running the well, bases. And, and let's be honest. I, you know, I feel like I embarrass myself on the show enough. Uh, plenty. Like, not enough, but I'm willing to do it more. But I've done it. I've done it plenty. There's certain pictures circulating with me in a diaper and no shirt on. So my kids one day will look at pictures of their dad and go, there's my dad in a diaper covering both nipples with each hand. So, yeah. I mean, it's not like I make you do things that I wouldn't also do. Right? Yes, we've all endured our yes, fair share in the of chamber. humiliation over of, the last five course, years. Of course. Of course. Of course. Paul gets a little less than you he and does. I feel like. He does. Yeah, why is that? Hmm. It's hmm. a good question. That is a good question. Maybe we feel some compassion for Maybe. him. Maybe. You know, he He's works younger. He works or... very hard. Yeah. Yeah. We feel a little more compassion for yeah. Paulie. All right, well, uh, well, people we'll are people are mean, but they're also very clever. You have some. They you were, had, yeah. We, you had some of your favorites. There were though. some good ones. Well, maybe we'll get to those in a little bit. I do want to talk a little bit more about the uh, the game last night because I was rolling my eyes big time beforehand. Come when on, Kirby Smart was interviewed and goes, "Nobody believed in us. Everyone was doubting us." I'm going, <laughs> Wait, did he say that? Yeah, he did. No, he did. No, he totally said it. I'm going. No, he didn't. You were you won the championship last year. You were ranked, I think, in the top three all year long. I think you were favored in maybe every game you played. There, people believed in Georgia. Maybe they weren't sure you would win another national title. Well, the line was twelve and a half, pe- so everybody believed, believed in you. People believed in Georgia to say that we're out to prove the critics and doubters wrong. It's just silly. And I, I the feel, doubters were the parents of the TCU students. I, I That's get, about I it. I get that coaches part of the part of the job is is manufacturing motivation. For your players, but also in this day and age, your players are savvy enough. It has to be genuine and authentic. You can't simply say, nobody believes in you guys when the pollsters every single week say, we 100% believe in you guys that you're a great team. And the the people that set the lines believe in you as well by almost two touchdowns. So I rolled my eyes and I go, how is this guy now the the basically the upper-level coach in America? But then... Then he talked about, after the game, his strategy about taking the fight to TCU. We're not the hunted. We're the hunters. And I realized there is, he's not the first coach to to go this strategy, but there's a genius in that. If you are a a defending champion, if you've got a target on your back, and I think this is something that can apply to the Padres, especially going forward, coming off the season they had going to the National League Championship Series. I like that, buddy. They're going to be the hunted. You know, oh, they got Tatis, they got Bogarts, they got Manny, they got Soto, this roster. We circle this series on our calendar. We know we're going to San Diego this week, or they're coming to our place. The Padres will be essentially the hunted from every team they play, all 29 other teams they face. But you can't have that mentality. Like Kirby Smart said, no, you got to be the hunter. You've got to go into... Tampa or Houston or Chicago or Seattle, whoever you're facing. And you got to say, no, we're hunting you. We're the hunters and you're the hunted. Even though you're circling us on your calendar and you may just be another series for us, you have to have that attitude like Georgia did that, hey, we're going out to take it to you every single game. We're going to be the aggressors. We're pushing it. 
we're going to act like we're the underdogs when we take the field. And I think that was a, a genius bit of coaching by Kirby Smart. Oh, he's a damn good coach. I mean, there's just no getting around it. Uh, you know, X's and O's, certainly, Ben. He knows how to motivate. I, there is a uh, an audio clip of his pregame speech. It's going around. I, I, I There's no way I could have even asked Paul to edit it because it wouldn't have had any context because he's dropping F-bombs and, and all kinds of... But I listened to it and I went, holy cow, how do you not come out of the locker room ready to just just destroy after hearing it? And even in his little, you know, the little quick hitter that you'd, you'd probably hate it if you were a head coach. The game's about to start. You've been preparing like a madman for it. And somebody walks up to me, they're like, okay, coach, so what do you need to do to repeat? And he looked at the camera and he goes, aggressive, aggressive. We're going to be aggressive. And I went, oh, there's a glint in his eye. He is he's pretty locked in. And man, they were they were locked in from from Jump Street and just destroyed. Destroyed. Took the will, the soul of TCU last night and didn't stop. I mean, Stetson Bennett is throwing 65-yard bombs with 4 minutes left in the fourth quarter. They wanted 70. They wanted 70. That was important to him. They said it on the broadcast. Oh yeah, he's going for 70. Like that's just, he He did not deviate from that plan at all. He did not let his foot off the gas one bit. It was well covered, the Stetson Bennett story, but a guy who was thrilled to be offered a scholarship by UMass that went to a junior college to prove himself, that walked on, a preferred walk-on at Georgia, competing against... I mean, how many four and five star quarterbacks did they have? Oh my god! That they, you yeah. know, that that he had to beat out just to get an opportunity, and you know that it's not going to be easy. You not you don't just have to play a little bit better than those guys in practice to beat out the four and five star recruits. If you're a walk on, you have to clearly be the dominant best choice at quarterback at every turn to get an opportunity to quarterback an SEC team. For him to do that, then win a championship, then come back and win another. They talked about it endlessly on the broadcast last night, but it truly is one of the, you know, Cinderella all-time amazing college football stories uh, of Stetson Bennett and what he was able to do. Now the second straight year, he's the offensive MVP in the college football national championship playoff game. Four four passing touchdowns, two rushing touchdowns, six touchdowns. How old is he really, 25? Uh, he's, like, he's 25. I think he's 25, yeah. Does he get a look? <laughs> Yeah, probably. Yeah, somewhere. He gets a look. I, yeah. So, yeah. I, who was it? I think it was. Um, was it? Uh, who's the San Francisco um, Giants? The blogger Grant, Grant Brisby. Grant, Grant Brisby tweeted. You know, Stetson Bennett's older than Ronald Acuna. <laughs> Let's see what how Ronald Acuna would do on the Georgia baseball team. Get him in there. You know, playing the SEC schedule. Here's the first pitch. Gone. Yeah, gone. It's gone. 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 Could he have a two thousand OPS? Yeah, seriously. Playing college baseball for Georgia right now because he is younger than Stetson Bennett. That's insane. Kirby Smart was uh, pretty funny after the game. He was talking about Stetson Bennett and and how next next year's team will look with a lot of guys leaving and he talked about uh his son his 5-year-old son's reaction to no longer seeing Stetson Bennett as a Georgia Bulldog. I personally think next year is going to be a much much more difficult challenge over this year because we had so many guys leaving last year. Uh we got a lot of guys coming back and uh unfortunately this one right here is not and uh Tell you a quick story. I walked into my little, they got a real nice head coach's office in that room over there. And I don't know if Stetson knows this, but I walked in and my 10 year old son, Andrew's balling. 
And I was like, oh, no, somebody's hurt his feelings. Somebody's thrown him down. Somebody's done something to him. Thrown him he said, down. why are you crying? You're going to ruin my moment. Oh. He said, Stetson's leaving. Stetson's gone. I said, he's 25 years old. He's got to go. Got to leave. But he's bawling about Stetson being gone. And, you know, most of our team, we'll have a lot of guys coming back. We're going to lose some really talented guys. Probably going to lose some juniors. But the disease that creeps into your program um, is called entitlement. And I've, I've, I've seen it firsthand. And if you can stomp it out with leadership, then you can stay hungry. And uh, we have a saying around our place, we eat off the floor. And if you're willing to eat off the floor, you can be special. Ooh, I like that. Boy, I'm easily swayed by coaches. You can get me. You can coach me up, dude. Now, I see Paulie has Good Morning America on just in case – now, last year it was Good Morning was America, hammered. but Stetson Bennett appeared still. Just banging on the window. Hey! I'm in. Yes. I, haven't, I haven't seen it yet. Now, I heard him say yesterday, as soon as the game was over, I'm done with Georgia. I am done. I don't need to do any media. I this I am out, like out the door. And then he came back and, out and did Scott Van Pelt uh, for ESPN Sports Center. He said, I like you, Scott. So I said, I wasn't going to do any media at all after this. My responsibilities to the University of Georgia, Georgia end at the end of this game. So sounds like he's more than ready to move on to the next phase of his life, whatever it's going to be. Uh, yeah, I mean, and, and who knows what that, that entails. Um, somebody, yeah, like you said, somebody is going to give him a look. They'll give him a sniff and see if he can make a team uh, in the NFL. But I, great college quarterback, man. Great, great college quarterback. No denying his greatness after, you know, just an uh, incredible, incredible performance last night. Like you said, six TDs, Ben, four with his arm, two with his leg. I mean, he didn't even get touched. When he ran in those, he didn't, no one even touched him. The the Georgia front uh, on offense and defense, they're just so big. They're just so manly. They're just so tough. They just manhandled TCU last night. So, um, not, you know, TCU, it was, it was a terrible performance, but... Still a lot to be happy about if you're a TCU fan. I know that it stings. Uh, I've been a part of one of those losses. It sucks, and you're embarrassed, but great season. And once you resign yourself to the fact that, hey, that's a damn good run. We had a damn, damn good run. Feels okay. All right, got to get to a check of traffic. Uh, I think we're going to get back into our 40-man Padres roster review. We just went through the catchers earlier this morning. Move on to the uh, infielders coming up. Uh, also, some baseball moves we haven't gotten to from yesterday. There were a couple of uh, interesting, not major moves, but some news that broke uh, late last night into the evening that you might have missed. So we'll get to all of that coming up. It's Ben Woods back after Jackie Kelly's traffic here on 97.3 The Fan. this it's friday afternoon when a thought hits you i can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever or i can conquer it i can hop into my all-new hyundai santa fe and hit the road any road the steeper the better because my all-new santa fe is available with h-track all-wheel drive so i can hit the trail without a worry in the world 
Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Losing money is no fun. Winning is. The BetQL app uses proven data and analytics to help you make smarter bets. BetQL looks at every bet from every game, ranks them on a scale from one to five stars. That's simple, with those five-star bets being your best chances to cash in. Get started today. Download the BetQL app or visit BetQL.com. A few more moves yesterday in Major League Baseball, Woods. Uh, The Giants went out and added a little pitching, signing Luke Jackson to a two-year deal. If you don't remember the name, the right-handed pitcher brave. was a brave. Yeah, yeah, he was out last year with Tommy John surgery, but he had a, a good season yeah. and helped him win the World Series in he was 2021. Good. Yeah. yeah, Had a really solid year. Now, uh, has some control issues, and who knows, you know, coming off of the Tommy John surgery, how long it's going to take him to get back to full form. But the Giants gambling and maybe a bit of a kind of a Mike Clevenger deal with the Padres. Hey, even if he's not ready right away, we get him for two years. So uh, they're hoping to get something out of Luke Jackson. Uh, speaking of Giants, former Giant Brandon Belt uh, reportedly agreeing to a one-year $9.3 million deal with the Toronto Blue Jays last night. And while Brandon Belt is um, on the downside of his career, was a, a, an important figure in that Giants clubhouse, one of their leaders uh, for several years, and uh, a good Good clubhouse guy to have uh, reportedly, you know, in in with your guys in the locker room. So. Absolutely. And uh, have you been? Have you guys been following the latest baseball insider that everybody's talking about? We got a new insider. There's a an new, actual new insider. Yeah. I mean, Passan, Rosenthal, right? Heyman, Bayerga, Morosi, Carlos oh, Bayerga yeah. has he, been. He gets scoops. I saw him like this morning. Like, He's been scooping fools left and right. And on his Instagram yesterday, uh, he tweeted this: "A very good rumor. Let us know that Carlos Correa and the Mets are agreeing to some terms. Contract revisions pending. MLBPA approval. 
unsure of new terms, wouldn't expect official news until tomorrow afternoon, meaning today, but Mets fans can start breathing again. Um, I like that his the name of his Twitter page or his site or his podcast is Me Gustan Los Deportes. I like sports. <laughs> Simple, but effective. And very effective. Carlos Bayerka, former Padre, yep. played, 30, oh, he played th- here? 33 games for the Padres. I thought I remembered it, so I just looked it up. 33 games for the Padres in the 1999 season uh, before, and that was it. Uh, he was in the minors for a little bit, 39 games, and then he was bought by the Cleveland Indians at the time in, in August of he that year. He was a good player. He was he was a good player in, 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 his, in his day. And now he's been right on a few things this offseason uh, as well. So I'm like, oh, God, here I go. I got to go find and put on notifications for Carlos Baerga now. I mean, he's trying to get into the scoops business. Not an easy business to get into. Does he know where Carlos Correa is going to end up? For sure. matter of time it was just a matter of time <laughs> did you say that while i was looking up whether he played for the Padres? because yeah. i thought he did yeah. Yeah. yep yeah. did it again first one <sighs> we need an alarm for this sorry some sort i was looking up to see if he played for the Padres. i, I read the entire instagram yeah. post like <laughs> 45 <laughs> seconds ago oh, i was checking In his to mind, see if he played for the Padres. like is he ranked on ken palm because that's what i'm going to it was a bad time for me to start drinking some coffee. I yeah. almost choked. I just, Paulie, I didn't even say a word. <clears throat> he did it again. We'll have that for you in the next break, I'm oh. sure. Then you can hear it back in all of its glory. You non-active listening buddy of mine. It happens sometimes. <laughs> do we have a we have a treasure trove of those, don't we? We do have some of we them. We have some of them. It's one of my favorite bits. I All right. Um, let's resume our 40-man <laughs> roster review when we come back. And you. as we look at the Padres, get You're into the infielders. You're a gem. Yeah, you know, You're I can a gem. Do, you know I can only do one thing at a time. I, I really do. I really can. It's not the worst thing. <laughs> but, it's, like, but, okay. I'm focused and, in on what I'm focused in on. But at the end of the day... Carlos Baerga playing 33 games for the Padres. I thought it was interesting and added to the discussion. Did you not? No. You were kind of interested. Oh, he did. He said, I was, oh, he I was, was interested. He did play for the Padres. <laughs> but I wanted to be right, so I wanted to check and make sure. You are such so a I did that while you were talking, but I can't listen while I'm looking <laughs> up something. can't listen and so. look something up. I can't do two things at once. I did he update everybody on Correa? I cannot chew gum and walk at the same time. I just can't do it. So there you I go. I love it. I love it. All right. We'll uh, focus in on the 40-man <laughs> roster, one thing at a time. Uh, we'll do that when we come back. Better what? San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. It's a strange day. The roses are in blue. Silence, 
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. One thing that I have uh, confirmed while looking at the Padres 40-man roster, it's a really good 40-man roster. It really is. I mean, yes, there are potential holes and you know areas where you could get deeper or improve. But I have been a Padres fan my whole life, and there's no way they've had a 50-40-man roster in the 50-plus years of Padres baseball that came anywhere near anything like they have right now. Yeah, I uh, I saw our buddy Friar fan tweeted in this morning, and he said the Phillies have made so many more impactful upgrades than the Padres have so far. The Padres are not much better than last year. I understand Nando's coming back, but still. So I responded from the Ben and Woods page. I said, I think you're underrating Nando and certainly Xander. Uh, they're way better on paper today than they were last year at this time. you got to remember, too, Friar fan 17, you got to remember a, la- a year ago today is is, let's say we were doing the same drill. Right, So we don't know what the hell Robert Suarez is going to bring. We don't know what the hell Nick Martinez is going to bring. We don't have Josh Hader on this team, uh, a, a healthy and locked-in Josh Hader, as he absolutely became toward the end of the season. We don't have Xander Bogarts on this team. Now, we did think we were going to have Fernando Tatis Jr. Uh, back eventually. But you look around and you go, I, I, yeah, man, I, I think you'd be a fool not to say, yes, I would love one more massive arm. I would love one more huge arm. Absolutely. One more big bat. <laughs> one more big bat and one more big arm. I'd be the fattest, happiest kid in, in the land. Um, but I, I do overall, feel like we're talking about April, May, June. Okay, we're talking about three months. Can we weather a 90-day storm You know, to get to the trade deadline? And then reevaluate. Do we have the talent enough to even be in first place after that? 
Yes, absolutely we do. There's I think certain- at worst, the team is, like, as a whole, I think the team is better on paper now than they were this time a year yeah. ago. And I think if we break it down, the lineup has certainly <laughs> Much gotten better. better. You look at the subtractions and the additions. If you conclude Fernando gets back late April, like, clearly adding him and Bogarts, and then you throw in, you know, a Matt Carpenter can probably get you some at Absolutely. Stuff like that. I think the, the roster has gotten better. And then you look at, like, the pitching, the starting rotation, the three that you're bringing back, and then it's like it really comes down to um, Lugo and Martinez. I'd say that's probably comparable to what you got out of Manaya and Clev. Yeah. If not better. If not better. If not better. I'm saying at worst, it's comparable. Teams that have added more pieces – more depth. I like what the Phillies have done. I oh, like yeah. what other teams have done. There have been teams that have signed star players, obviously, uh, in this offseason or re-signed them. But is there another team in baseball that is expecting to add two superstar level players the way the Padres are? No. No. I don't think so. I mean, if you count Fernando Tatis Jr. as an addition, which you really you really should be because he didn't play a single inning for you last year, then the additions of Xander Bogarts and Fernando Tatis Jr. likely trump anything any other team has done this year. And that's acknowledging that other teams have made some good moves this offseason and improved. I don't know that they can necessarily compete with what the Padres have done to improve their roster. Well, and buddy, think about this. I just pulled up the email from the day that they announced the, uh, the opening day roster. Austin Adams was on that that roster. Nabil Krismat, Javi Guerra was on that roster, Ben, uh, opening day last year. You've got Sean Manaya, Taylor Rogers. You've got Jorge Alfaro. You have C.J. Abrams. You have Matt Beatty. You have Eric Hosmer. You've got Jose Ozokar, Trent Grisham, Will Myers, and Jerickson Profar in your outfield. So if your outfield is now, you know, some iteration of Grisham, Soto, Juan Soto also was not here, by the way, last year at this time. Christian Soto to tease. Christian Soto to tease. I, I like I like where we stand. I really, really do. Who so, fills out the angle and Zokar? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. There's your five outfielders, and you're pretty much done. You know your infield's pretty set. If you don't trade a soul, opening day is going to be Crony, Kim, Xander, Manny. And, I mean, that's Soto. Well, let's let's go through that infield. Yeah, that's our next step on our forty man roster review. We'll do that right after a check of traffic here on ninety seven three. The fan Janine tweets in. You guys haven't even brought up Soto. She's listening on delay. We just brought him up right there at the end. She says a comfortable Soto is going to be a huge difference. I go back to the winter meetings, however many fifteen twenty interviews we did with baseball insiders and people all around. What did everybody say? The one thing they all said in common was. Just give Soto a full year. Give him a full year. Give him time to get acclimated, a full spring training. Yep. It may it may sound foolish to people, like these guys are making X amount of dollars to play a game, but watch and matter. It does. It does. It does matter. Yeah. And he's a kid, he's a kid by the person. way. He's a young kid. Twenty three, twenty four? He's a child. Everybody said though, just 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 wait. Well, the Padres certainly are loaded in the infield, maybe like like no team we've seen, uh, given their potential to put four shortstops out there at once defensively. We'll start, of course, with the cornerstone, Manny Machado, at third base, uh, back for his fifth season. You know, obviously he can opt out at the end of this year, but uh, Manny Machado was a uh, top three MVP candidate for the last uh, two of the last three years and will come back with plenty of help and protection in that Padres lineup this year. No reason to expect anything other than another 
great season for Manny. You know he's putting the work in. Um, that's a topic for another day, but I enjoy watching our players uh, posting their workout videos. I know that means that they're working. I'm all about eyewash in that sense. Give it to me. <laughs> Feed it to me every day. He's putting the work in right now. Um, and you know he's going to be ready and busting his ass to, to to go win an MVP. Your opening day starting shortstop should be your new acquisition, Xander Bogarts. Plenty has been said of Xander. This offseason uh, brings not only uh, consistent production, but uh, a leader, a well-liked player, rock someone solid, that man. is just yeah rock solid coming to the Padres organization. At second base, uh, look for Ha-Sung Kim to be out there. Has improved in each of his first two seasons uh, since coming over from the KBO, his third season in baseball. No reason to expect he shouldn't take another tick up offensively. He has already established himself as one of the best defensive infielders. Uh, can play short, can play second. I don't think he's going to have much trouble with that transition. He can play After third as well. Short, yeah. Yeah, you can play third if necessary. So a versatile player. And then Jake Cronenworth now uh, dialed in as likely your starting first baseman at this point. Uh, maybe not the prototypical power-hitting first baseman, but with the shift rules now, you know, no shift allowed, that extra range at first base could come in handy. I would imagine you'll see Jake working a lot at playing like a really deep first base and, you know, having a sprint over there to cover, you know, using that athleticism that Jake brings that, you know, a guy like Luke Voigt's not going to be able to handle at no. first base. You're going to try to take advantage of that with the shortstop and really position him you know, where you might have had like a, a shifted over second baseman near the line, he could be playing deep and, and you know, it's gonna be I think a challenge, but one that Jake should be up for here in twenty twenty three. Yeah. I mean if the season started today and Jake Cronenworth is my starting first baseman, I feel a lot better today than I did one year ago at this time about my starting first baseman. You also have an experienced corner infielder in Matt Carpenter you signed in the offseason who can also serve as a designated hitter adding to the depth of that lineup and giving the Padres an option to get Manny Machado, Jake Cronenworth off their feet. You can slide Jake over to second on a day you need Hassan Kim uh, to take a breather and play Matt Carpenter at first base. Uh, then there are the depth pieces on the 40-man roster right now. They are Matt Batten, Brandon Dixon, and Eggie Rosario, who are currently on the 40-man. Don't know... You know, which, if any of them are favorites to potentially make the roster, the Padres uh, will even need another infielder, probably need one more as a backup at some point. You you should have Fernando after 20 games if you ever needed someone else in the infield, but he'll he'll probably be occupied pretty often as your starting outfielder or DH. So I, I would think that one of those guys right now would be battling to make kind of your utility last infielder spot on your 26-man roster for opening day. Yeah, so you're looking at carrying, you want to carry, you want to carry what, five infielders at a minimum? At a minimum. At a minimum, minimum, yeah. With maybe a sixth in there. Maybe a sixth. And, you know, Eggy Rosario's a guy that's interesting to me. Um and and really, I mean, we didn't just didn't see a lot of of Batten and Dixon, and I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. I think that means that our guys were mostly healthy uh, last year. Uh, Batten didn't do much in his his limited chances with the bat. Um, nor did Dixon. Nor did Dixon. Nor did Rosario. Nor did Rosario. So yeah, I mean, you're talking about a sixth infielder, maybe a defensive guy who's the best defensive uh, infielder of all those. Not sure. Um, you know, so they're deep. They're deep, though. That's one thing you can Rosario's the youngest and remains kind of on your prospect list. Yep. I mean, I think if you're kind of rooting for someone to take a step forward, 
show off some potential. It might be Rosario, although he might be still better off playing every day yeah. at, at a lower level rather than you know what is honestly going to be a spot for more of a pinch runner. Yeah, it's you know, not not going to see a lot of time, assuming everybody's healthy in that lineup. There's not going to be a lot of opportunities in that Padres infield to, you, to man, get other guys in there. I, I can't even wrap my head around how slick this infield's going to be. I just can't. The defensive um, strides that Xander Bogarts has taken over the last couple of seasons are remarkable. Don't expect that to change. You know what Manny brings down there. You know what Hassan Kim brings. I don't think he's going to have any issue at all uh, sliding over to second base. Uh, we've seen him play there enough. And I think Jake Cronenworth, a bit of your X factor over there, but we've seen him handle himself really well at first base. Now, he's not the six foot four guy, the big giant target uh, over at first base, but he's slick. He's really good with the glove. Um, he can handle himself about anywhere. How big, how big of a deal do you think that is anymore? I mean, infielders in baseball now are trained basically on long throws. Yeah, one spot, one spot hop. It. Yeah, one hop. It. So I, I can't, I mean, I don't remember a ton of times seeing throws airmailed. They are very careful. When they miss, they miss low. Yeah. I mean, that's that's simple logic. If you miss 10 feet too high, yeah, there's nothing the first baseman has nothing they can do about it. If you spike it you know, 10 feet too early, there's still a good chance a good first baseman's going to make a play, pick it out, yep. and you're still going to get the out. Well, so You know Jakey can handle himself with the glove. Any, any glove that's on his hand, he's going to be able to handle it. So... Uh, I am more than comfortable going into uh, opening day with it. that is my my starting infield. It's ridiculous. It's almost an embarrassment of riches when you look at at the four guys that are going to be running out there on opening day. And then who knows what happens in a year, six months, eight months, whatever. Fernando Tatis Jr. makes his way back in there somehow, somewhere. I don't know where. I have no idea. But my God, yeah, it's an embarrassment of riches. I mentioned it with Jake at first base. I think it's going to be interesting to watch in spring training how the Padres and other teams handle defensive positioning and what they're going to do with the new shift rules. Uh, it's not only no shift, but it's also all your infielders must have their feet on the dirt, yeah, the dirt. to start the play. To me, the, the biggest impact that's going to be is on the second baseman. He's the infielder who most often positions himself four or five steps into the outfield or has, you know, in recent iterations of baseball to try try to take away those left-handed, you know, power hitters, those shallow line drives that used to be hits when I was growing up were hits every time. Every time. Now seem like they're outs 80% of the time. Yep. There's one hoppers, you know, deep, deep, deep in the second base hole. But because you're on the second base side, you can still make that throw. It's no longer than a throw from, from shortstop or anywhere else, even from deep, deep second base. Now you're going to have to, I mean, have your toes on the edge of the dirt. It's going to cut down. You're going to, you know, you need to make more dives left and right to try to stop balls that are in those holes. Yeah, and I think an athletic infield is going to help you uh, it, it, way more than it hurts you. That's that's for sure. Uh, a really athletic infield, which we have, four shortstops in the infield is is not going to hurt you. Will you see the shortstop playing virtually up the middle, like right. as far as they on can, and then kind of. Cheat as the pitch is thrown. Start cheating over to the you know to the right side of the infield on a lefty uh, to try to cover a little bit more of that hole on the first base side rather than on third base. How is that going to work? I, I, I don't know. I, Are I'm umpires a... going to be like having to throw a flag because the man left early? Like, oh, we got offsides on the uh, the shortstop. He left his position a little bit early. What's even the penalty for that? How does, I have no idea. How do they even work that if a guy like moved? Too 
too soon and got out of position? Is it a ball? Is well, it a- if there's one thing we know about baseball players, they will look to exploit any edge that they can find. And, you know, a team like the Rays, I, I automatically think somebody's going to be in motion in their infield, Ben. Like, like running from short over to the back of the bag. Back, I have no idea what it's going to look like. Uh, interesting questions to ask Bob Melvin when we get to spring training in a month. But, yeah, it, it it's certainly something to look for. You know, it's interesting that after the Padres deployed that shift in 2021 with Manny in shallow right field so often, and he was spectacular at it, Bob Melvin didn't really do that. And he did I, it with Jake. He just moved Jake way out there. He did, but he didn't move Manny from third base right. out into the outfield. It's a lot of running. Well, and, and it's I think a lot of wear and tear. That, yeah, I mean, I think Manny had a really good season, and part of that is maybe Jay Stingler, you know, overworked Manny Machado in that shift that they had employed. And Bob Melvin looked at it and I go, I, I get the reasoning behind it, but I'm not, I'm not, not making it. Manny go back and forth between third and shallow right field over and over again. It's a 162-game season. He was so good at it. He was. I mean, I can recall, I remember like two hits getting through there. I mean, it was just outstanding. The play down the line, obviously, is one I'll remember for the rest of my life. Uh, where Will Myers was, I'll never know. Uh, but Manny was there, down the line in right field, making one of the most spectacular catches you'll ever see. Um, yeah, all of the, all of these things, now they're the purists that just hate it. They hate every rule change. I, the only way to look at it, I, in my opinion, is just to embrace it, because that's what it's going to be. You get your head right with it and say, okay, cool, this could actually be interesting to see what kind of defensive uh, things you can come up with. It's it's a lot more strategy for um, those purists all love the strategy of the game, but here's more strategy for you. Don't fight it. I'd say embrace it a little bit. So bottom line in the Padres infielder of their eight men right now in the 40-man roster, you've got two everyday superstars in Machado and Bogarts. you got a third all-star in Jake Cronenworth, you've got a Gold Glover in Ha Sung Kim. You have a a solid veteran in Matt Carpenter, who you know hopefully can duplicate some of the numbers that that he put up last year with the Yankees in the summer and and recapture some of that magic. But either way, everybody says terrific clubhouse guy. You're going to love him. You're going to have fun with him. You got you got two of those, one in Xander and one in Carp. You and, know, and then you you got a couple of other you know side pieces, young guys, you know roster filler. But the the top five there's some they all bring something important to the table for the Padres in 2023. Yeah, it's stacked. The infield's going to be phenomenal. Going to be so much fun to watch. All right, uh, tomorrow we'll continue our 40 man roster review outfielders. That'll be a shorter segment. Uh, it's a smaller group, and then we got 25 pitchers to go through, including some names that I'd like either forgotten about or perhaps had never even heard of. Angel Felipe, anyone? Nope. Anyone? Uh-uh. Anyone? We'll get to that tomorrow. Rondo reports up next with um. It's part of it. I don't know why. Paula, you'll explain next. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit hyundaiusa.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – 
Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. T